another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to The Dark Crystal Minute. And begin all the same, sometimes good, sometimes bad. And now once more the world must undergo a time of testing. It is time, time to return to the castle. There is much to be learned. And you have no time. And here's your hosts, Philip Mitchell and Jamie Prater. Hello and welcome to the Dark Crystal Minute. This is your minute-by-minute discussion on the cult classic film, The Dark Crystal. I'm your host, Philip Mitchell, and I am from Trial by Stone, The Dark Crystal Podcast. And I am Jamie Prater. I am the founder and co-host of... Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga podcast, and Shoulder of Orion, the Blade Runner podcast. Now, before we uh, go um, into discussing this particular minute of the Dark Crystal, we are up to minute uh, seven. Um, Jamie, I would actually want to ask, I don't think we've sort of talked about this in previous minutes, um, but yeah, I mean, you, you do a couple of uh, podcasts of, of yourself. Um, I, I guess, you know, for any of the listeners that were interested um, I just want to know more about uh, what what you do, Jamie. I just want to know what um, uh, what your role is and, and what these uh, pod, the two podcasts that you're working on with um, Perfect Organism and Shoulder of Orion is all about. Well, Perfect Organism is really the only dedicated uh, alien podcast there is. Uh, there are there's a, there's a couple other podcasts here and there, and they cover. Um, Alien versus Predator or a little bit of Predator. and But really, uh, when I started The Perfect Organism, um, I looked around to see, is there anyone else who has a dedicated Alien podcast? And there was none. Um, and I've been a huge fan of Alien since I was probably 12 or 13 in the mid-80s. And uh, I... Uh, as you know, I've always been a follower. I've always been involved in in groups and all that type of thing. And uh, when uh, Neil, when it was blo- when it was when it was announced that Neil Blomkamp uh, was going to do an Alien film that's not happening anymore, uh, I just my excitement, the idea that I'd see Ripley again on screen. I mean, I was like, oh my god, I got to get more involved. So I did some research and I uh, found out that there wasn't really no podcast. So I started it. Um, and the birth of Shoulder of Orion is uh, the Blade Runner podcast is very similar. Um, that's actually very new. Uh, although by the time your our listeners listen hear this, it won't be as new. Um, but at the moment, it's very new. And uh, again, um, I looked around to see who who has a Blade Runner podcast, and there are a lot of podcasts who talk about Blade Runner or they have an episode about Blade Runner, but there's no no podcasts that are devoted to it. Um, so again, Blade Runner, like Alien, is a part of my life. It's something that I live and breathe. It's something that I've been a fan of since I was a teenager. Um, and I thought, hey, it, this is the time to capitalize on that and to kind of take the market share of Blade Runner. And with the movie coming out, I felt like it was the best time to the best time to do it. So here I am. Yeah, no, that, that, that's fantastic to hear. I mean, it's also, yeah, um, very similar, I guess, uh, to myself as well. When I uh, originally started the Trial by Stone podcast, um, you know, there was a lot of podcasts, you know, that I listened to. And, there, you know, there was, you know, I've always had a thought every now and then of, you know, would like to try and give this podcasting thing a go. Um, and then, and then I knew, and this was sort of at the time when the Dark Crystal was sort of slowly coming back and they had just brought out the darkcrystal.com website and um, this is uh, around a time where they 
they had this first big contest, the Author Quest, um, which just sort of finished up. And then he announced the winner uh, for uh, for Joe, who won the Author Quest. And um, and again, you know, I, I sort of you know went through iTunes just to see just to see if there was any Dark Crystal podcast out there. And yeah, that there wasn't any. And I thought, oh, you know, this would be kind of an interesting sort of uh, show to actually try to attempt to do just a a very dark crystal centric podcast only um i know there's quite a few like muppet podcasts out there um and which which is awesome but i don't know i think i i feel more closely to um to the dark crystal um as a film and um and yeah and so like in the first episode um when i uh, was able to interview uh joe uh about you know winning the contest and you know him writing the you know the the young adult novel for the series that was sort of in a way almost like rebooting um sort of re-establishing the dark crystal again and um and so once i got that first episode out and you know i sort of got a good positive reaction and i thought oh, okay you know this this could lead somewhere and um i mean there was something that i you know thought you know i'll start off doing you know years worth of episodes see how i go and sort of, you know, built up the audience here and there. And yeah, there's then just kept making them. And I mean, I must admit, um, uh, early in 2017, you know, I was sort of a bit unsure about what the future of the franchise was going to be after the books and the, the, the comic book series, The Power of the Dark Crystal that was happening. And, um, but then when they announced the, that the, the Netflix series, The Age of Resistance, that's, um, really changed everything. Um, not only for Dark Crystal, but for the podcast as well. So, um, I mean, which is, which is fantastic. So, you know, having a show like the Dark Crystal Minute um, is such a fantastic opportunity to sort of look back into the film, um, you know, in this minutia sort of detail um, that, you know, most probably casual audiences probably would, you know, be like, oh, you know, that, that's kind of cool and, and move along sort of thing. Um, but with a film like the Dark Crystal, it's something that, uh, you know, I felt really deserved that sort of minute by minute treatment. So, uh, which is very exciting, um, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, I remember too, uh, before we met, um, and, uh, they were announcing all the contests and uh, I did the exact same thing you did. I was like, there needs to be a dark crystal pod podcast. Yeah. And I was looking all around and I typed it in and all of a sudden there Trial by Stone comes up. I'm like, oh my God, there is one. <laughs> and then uh, I contacted you and, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because I remember, yeah, like I think you messaged me um, either through Facebook uh, or I, I don't know how you, um, I can't remember how you contacted me, but yeah. And then you're like, hey, you know, I just want to chat over Skype about the Dark Crystal. And then we sort of, you know, go on Skype and we just really hit it off. And, you know, we've been yep. best friends ever since. And um, I mean, we, we, uh, you know, we met for the first time when I went over to the U.S. for a Star Wars yep. celebration in Anaheim. Yeah, which was awesome. Yes, yep. it was. Yep. Yeah, yeah, great time. And, um, yeah, and, you know, we're still still here, you know, all these years later. So um, yep. it's just a very exciting time for fandom um, with everything that's been happening. Um, so, yeah, yeah. All right, so without further ado, uh, we'll get into the minute seventh, the seventh minute of the Dark Crystal Minute. Uh, so overall, in this minute, um, we're still getting more of the narration uh, as Jen is playing with the fur car, which then sort of leads to um, to Jen running up 
to the Valley of the Mystics. It's dark and stormy, and um, going to uh, see his uh, his master, um, essentially. So, sort of, yeah. The overall, I guess, um, minute of of for this episode. Um, I guess the the thing about the start uh, with Jan, you know, playing uh, the fur car. Um, another thing to sort of cross my mind is, you know, I wonder what song that he's uh, playing, like whether, because I, I sort of had this feeling whether this song could be potentially be, um, you know, the song of the Gelflings that whether the, the master taught him to, to play this particular song. And it's like the song of the Gelflings or I don't know, that sort of thing. Um, and that sort of, came to my mind whether that could potentially be um, a Gelfling theme for when we see um, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. I was just thinking the same thing. Absolutely. That would be interesting. That would be great if they used that theme. It would create a whole new theme for the show. I I can't imagine they won't do something like that, you know? Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like it's, it's like, it's, it's right there, you know? So, I mean, I mean, there's lots of possibilities. I mean, whether he's yeah doing, yeah, singing, uh, or you know, playing the song of the Gelflings or mystic centric song. I mean, it could be a mystic uh, theme, but I mean, you do hear the mystic theme later on in the film. So um, yeah, it was just some um, yeah, just something that sort of came to my mind. Um, and and just um, I mean, it's almost like the moment is very sort of um, ominous, I guess, in a way that I felt very creepy that. You know, you're, yes. hearing, you're hearing the innocence of uh, Jen playing with the Furka, playing the song, you know, high-pitched sort of tune, I guess, in a way, while you're hearing the mystics humming um, that deep uh, resonance um, that, I mean, sort of leading to, you know, it's going to be nighttime and, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to know, yeah, just your thoughts. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those scenes where... Um, it's a lot of what they're disco- what the narration is like, you know, it, they kind of, when the film opens, um, it shows the castle, then it shows the Valley of the Mystics and they're each kind of settled in their own way. And then a storm comes through and it's kind of like everything's about to change. And that's what storms bring. Storms bring change. Um, and so where Jen was, you know, playing, you know, sitting there naked in the, in that beautiful pond area, um, all of a sudden a storm comes through and uh, he's even looking around kind of like, what? I don't understand. Um, and then obviously he runs back to um, the the mystic village. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a very interesting kind of quick series of events where the storm is, the storm represents so much more than just a storm, you know? Yeah. And um and also, like, I mean, again, you know, with the detail, I mean, we sort of talked about in the previous episode, you see this little creature that's watching Jen play with the fur car and he sort of hides away. Um, but, like, in the background, yeah. like, I mean, just, again, like, with the set design, you see sort of like a, um, uh, I'm just trying to think the right term, oh, you know, in the background, there's like a um, like a big wheel in the, water, the waterfall. Um, yes, it's yeah. like, it's like a, one of those... Uh, it's one of those things that you see at a mill, um, like a, a wood mill. I can't remember what those are called, but yes. Yeah, yeah. I just just found that again, just sort of another interesting sort of element, you know, incorporating that. Whether that was something that was, you know, 
potentially built by the mystics or um or even the the gulflings i mean yeah it's just sort of yeah um just another level of detail um that they put into and i just love that little um screw little creature that we see in the in the next shot oh like, yeah so, totally. so cute um i think i remember i even did like a video on instagram um that just it was just like a loop of that little creature going back and forth um <laughs> yeah um yeah totally so it's it's interesting to watch jen you know you see him kind of running back and all of what they've done um that whole storm has is essentially in a studio um, and it's one shot. There is one shot of what probably is some type of human running through grass. And then on the set itself, who, there's probably a very tiny person in, in the costume, but generally, you know, but all that stuff, all the wind, the lightning, everything is in a studio. Um, and it's absolutely amazing. And just the level, the level of detail, um, how much it went, you know, this is just moments. It's moments. Um, but the level of detail that went into the, these moments is, I, I can't fathom it. Yeah. And like, even like the detail, I mean, it would, Jen, like something I didn't never really thought of as a kid and, you know, until now, just, um, just the, the, there's actually, you know, highlights in his hair, the blue highlights and as well yeah. as, um, on his forehead as well. Um, which I, which I mean, right now, like I, I find that really interesting, you know, how, what was sort of the ideas, I guess, um, to incorporate that. And, um, I mean, I was, I had a look at the dream fast in the dark crystal experience and sort of looked into what people were sort of chatting about with, about the blue. And it seems like the blue, there was like some early sort of concept sketches of Jen that had the very blue face, um, gelfling creature. Um, so whether it was just like elements from, you know, the early concepts or, um, um, yeah, it's just, um, just really interesting to see, you know, things that we don't think about as a kid, but then, you know, when we're rewatching these films that we just get this extra bit of detail that we sort of never really thought about, um, you know, it could, you know, all those things, or it could be something to do with the lighting, um, that sort of enhanced it a bit more. Um, cause I know, you know, with, with the film that sort of had a bit of that, um, filter, that sort of color fil filter, um, uh, like a faint color tint, um, to most of the scenes um, mm -hmm. with the dark crystals. So yeah, it's just a lot to really, um, so, I mean, there isn't, probably isn't a canonical, um, sort of reasoning. I mean, if we're thinking canonically, I mean, the only thing I could think of is whether it's just part of the, the Galfling tribe. So I think this is something that'll be very interesting. Um, yeah, maybe it's like a, yeah. maybe it's depending on where you're born into. That's what you look like. My thought, actually, my thought the whole time because I noticed this years ago, and because yeah. I have I have the making of the Dark Crystal book, and um, they show images and his drawings and actual puppets with this blue, and I've noticed yeah. it, and I thought maybe it was for aesthetic persons or aesthetic reasons because of his hair. And maybe his hair blends in a little bit better at his hairline, um, where if it's darker, you're not paying attention to it because it just looks normal. Whereas if it was just a normal light color, it might draw attention to the hairline. Um, so with a darker color, um, you don't even think about it. That's what my thought was, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. It's, 
lots of possibilities yeah and um and again you know still continuing on with sort of the spirals of um especially the valley mystics as we you know <laughs> with that shot of him running and you see the the stone um that's all very circular and spirals and all that kind of stuff so it's still sort of following on um with you know the the theme and i mean even even with jen's costume is very um spiral centric as well Uh Uh um yeah and i mean i will say like as a kid this scene sort of really blew my mind as a as a child just because um you know it's a puppet but it's running it's like how is mm-hmm. that sort of possible? You know, I, I mean, later on, yeah, I mean, we know that it's just a, a stunt person um, wearing the, um, you know, the Gelfling sort of costume and having the mask on and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it's just another sort of just example of, yeah, just my mind blown, just um, seeing Jen running. Um, in yeah. Shots. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, as a kid too, I never even thought, I mean, I remember thinking, seeing the mystic village thinking, how do I get there? Um, I mean, I, and I, I still, I have not, I mean, even though as an adult, you know, I'm an adult, I know, of course we all know it's not real. It was made, it was built. Um, but I still kind of go back to the idea that, uh, this this world was created so beautifully and so perfectly that despite knowing how it was made, I still believe it. I still believe it's real. Um, yeah. The fact that those mystics aren't real and they're puppets. I mean, I I, I just it's yeah, it's just one of those things. Um, and you know, I, I never even thought of oh hey, it's uh, humans running. How do they get the puppet running? It was just Jen running. That's all I thought. You know, um, somewhat like when I saw Agra. Um, yeah. I just thought, where'd they get that lady? That's what I thought. I was <laughs> yeah. like, I, I just thinking, wow, she's weird looking. Where, I wonder where she lives. You know, I just yeah. believed that she was real. Yeah. Um, I had no, I like just as much as I believe that Jabba the Hutt is real. Um, and, uh, it's just, uh, it's a, it's a, I would say, how do I say this? It's, it's a sign of really good filmmaking. Yeah. Um, and just, I mean, I think you probably mentioned this before, just uh, the amount of wind that goes with the spell of the mystics and just the wind that's just blowing, mm-hmm. um, all over the place. So I'm just looking at the wide, there's this two shot of the, the mystics and, um, and just, just the amount of wind that's just blowing past them. And it's sort of weird. It looks like there's like, like these purple pink highlights on their strands of the hair. I don't know. Yes. I noticed that. I'm just... Which I, I would presume that that's probably more of a lighting than an, than an actual, you know, um, if they actually have it on their hair. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's cool. And then the other thing, like, I just sort of looked um, in that last, the last shot of this minute, um, in the bottom left corner, you can see sort of like, um, uh, I'm just trying to think like a face that's on like a stone. Um, I don't know if you notice on the. Yes. On yes. The yeah. Yeah. And that, that almost looks like a, um, and that we see, of course, at the end of the film an Erskek. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, I mean, I don't know. That was sort of an intentional thing, you know, to sort of either foreshadow or, you know, establish that there, you know, that the mystics is one part of the connection 
mm-hmm. um, for the Erskex. Uh, well, with the Mystics to, with the Mystics and the Skexies to form into the Erskex. Um, so yeah, it's just another one of those little things. Um, yeah, it's like a little Easter egg, and even this, there's a there's a. I don't know what this thing is. It's like a totem that Jen runs by. It says, I have it frozen on the last second or the last second of that minute. And in the there's a totem and in the middle, all the way up, it looks like a Skeksis head. It looks just like a Skeksis head. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, it actually does, yeah. Um, and then there are, it looks like mystic heads around it or something. Um, maybe not, I can't tell, but certainly that looks like a Skeksis head. Um, yeah. so, so it's interesting, like, them kind of having visual reminders of, you know, that that there are other halves of them that aren't as good, you know. Yeah, because I think at this time they they all are very well aware that, um, you know, that the Skeksis is their other half, and I think the Skeksis are very well aware that the Mystics is their other half, um, the other half, um, so to speak. So yeah. Yeah, it's just really, just just interesting, um, to say the least. Um, so yeah, I, I think they'll probably wrap it up for this minute or this episode of the Dark Crystal Minute. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalminute at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash darkcrystalminute or on Twitter at darkcrystalmin. The Dark Crystal Minute is a part of the Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal Podcast Network. So if you're able to give us a five-star review on iTunes, that'd be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for your time and come back next time for more The Dark Crystal Minute.